0: What's up and welcome to episode 38 of How Not to a Podcast. I'm Shinny-senpai and this week I'm joined by the guy who wants all the lunches, Jim. Yeah, I do. Yum, yum, yum. And the guy who wants to give him all the lunches, Grayson. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Say what? And this week we are finishing episodes 7 to 13 of the anime Orange. So we open with episode seven and we got left with that whole cliffhanger of Hiroto showing Naho that he had received a letter himself and it talks about or they talk about the fact that Kakaru's birthday is coming up. It was a really important time because they missed it before. Kakaru never told anyone when his birthday was and when they finally found out it was too late. So the letter specifically says like you need to make a big deal out of Kakaru's birthday this time around. Naho also notices that Hiroto didn't bring his whole letter. She's like, um, is there more to your letter? And Hiroto's like, oh, yeah, yeah, there was, there was more, but it, none of it's relevant, none of it's important. It's it's just little bits and pieces. It's totally relevant. It's he, totally relevant. He's, he's left out literally the bits of the letter that highlight that he is with Naho, is married to her, has a kid with her. He's left all of that out. So he has a life... Is it... Would you feel weird keeping the pictures and stuff of, like, the future you with Naho and your kid? And Wouldn't it be best for you to just throw them away?
1: Wouldn't it be best you not do it so you don't delete a child? Yeah, but we... I'm, but you're not deleting don't. the child, are no, you right you? Obviously, you're creating a new timeline, but... Yeah, a timeline where you still know that you don't have that child. Yeah, Regardless of whether the fact it's in your timeline, it's yeah. still you. Yeah, it's a
0: child that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, but I don't know I just wouldn't. I don't think I'd want to keep hold of those pictures. No, because they they're just yeah. First of all,
2: they're a little bit confusing for the whole timeline that you're in. For the timeline you're in, yeah,
0: they're they're completely irrelevant to the timeline you're in.
2: Sort of, they're paradoxes
0: on their own. So, because they shouldn't exist. No, because then you're saying the letters shouldn't exist. No, you, yeah, well. but the photos are of.
2: Yeah. So a, are the letters.
0: So are the letters. Yeah, I guess They come so. from the same
1: source. Yeah.
2: But surely the photos would disappear and so would the letters after what
0: had happened. No, because they're from a different timeline.
1: That is some Back to the Future time travel. <laughs> yeah. And that is linear. It slowly the baby parallels. disappears. doesn't create parallels in Back to the Future. The universe slowly fixes itself by deleting at things, uh, matter that shouldn't be there. That's why Marty starts to disappear. Yeah.
2: Okay, maybe I'm going in, <laughs> No, I'm just thinking maybe oh, I'm going into the maybe I'm just going into <laughs> Doctor Strange a bit too much cuz you know the whole timeline split off and that and then they break off. Free. Timeline
0: splitting off is what is happening, but that would still but mean But then the, breaking the letter, off, you get what I mean exist. where the
2: break off means that they get rid of anything that would have been connected to that timeline. Yeah, but up to the point that it breaks. When the timeline yeah.
1: split. Yeah. yeah. Because that letter would exist in both universes then. Yeah. Not one. Yeah. It's not a letter travelling to a different universe. The universe has been split at the point of the letter. So, so what so would that be 10
2: years in the future? That it would be gone?
1: What, the letter? Yeah, yeah
0: that'll forever be there as long as they
1: monitor okay. okay. it.
0: Yeah. I, I thought it might be the fact that, you know, after... Once you're saving finish, him, you're fucking getting rid of the letter and everything...
2: Well, yeah, because then that would stop any
0: butterfly effect. Oh, things, you're like. just getting rid of it. like Unless you, in turn, would to then go and throw it into the ocean... So that it's just like. It should con- accomplished. I was gonna say yeah, continue <laughs> yeah, continual loop of just sending your past the letters constantly.
1: I but once you've fixed it, do you have to refix it?
0: Yeah, would you then have to send you your letter? Because then
1: you're just creating more parallel universes from a fixed universe. Yeah, but
0: you're you're always saving because no, the not... Kakaroo in the universes that he dies in. No, in, in this no. universe, wouldn't it be?
1: They're only affecting the things that have happened in their universe. So the split would be from their universe. Yeah, you're right. There isn't another split that
0: needs saving. Yeah, no, I get it. So in a
1: universe where he survives, you don't need to then split it to make him survive again. That that would be right in a universe that is one line. Yes. Because then you would need the future self to send it back to make sure you're saved so the future self can send it back.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got you. But then you're creating the paradox because the letter wouldn't be sent in the first place. Yeah, yeah. I got you.
1: Okay unless the letter was sent because you saved him. In which case it would In which case exist. it would be instructions on what to do, not instructions on things that had happened.
0: <laughs> James has had an aneurysm. <laughs> I I'm I'm gone. Like Where if is you lunch? F- if, if you followed that listeners. How is have that- you got a whiteboard?
1: <laughs> you followed that, right? <laughs> Yeah, no, I followed yeah, that. I followed that.
0: James has got a whiteboard up and he's put string and <laughs> <laughs> this thumbtack. You've so seen then... that meme. <laughs> oh, yeah, the one with the woman.
1: <laughs> just math in front of his face. <laughs> just a glazed look. He... <laughs> there is, literally. If
2: you guys, if we had cameras up, you just saw, like, slowly, the soul leave my body as Grayson was, like, explaining that mumbo-jumbo bullshit that was going <laughs> on mumbo-jumbo bullshit the fucking voodoo <laughs> shit that was going on voodoo <laughs> the voodoo that you do
0: okay so it jumps to Hiroto and he is he engages Kakaru about when his birthday is he mentions when his is and he's like Kakaru when's your birthday Kakaru tells him he tells to the surprise of the group he just outright says oh it's coming up I was born. It's, it's coming up soon <laughs> And they're all like, well, we need to celebrate. And Kakaru's like, uh, well, you don't have to. And they're like, no, 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 we want to celebrate your birthday. I want a fucking cake. <laughs> <laughs> Is that lunch? <laughs> and one by one, they start asking Kakaru what he wants for his birthday. I came here for a Victoria sponge. <laughs> <laughs> And Naho notices that Kakaru doesn't have a sports bag and there's a little bit of a story behind the whole sports bag thing and you find out that... You his mum fla- was a
2: mahusive
0: bitch. Well, you get the flashback and his mum threw his kit bag away because she was like, you're not joining any clubs anyway, so you don't need it. Yeah, she thought she was doing the right thing but she wasn't keeping
1: him out of danger even though that's not the right thing to do Look, it's not the right way he was being bullied in
0: his old school right you've moved so that his life can improve but then you're inhibiting the improved life by taking that away from him well, out of I fear I think,
2: that it's going to revert to the old life yes.
1: Yeah. I think our thought process is if he's got no friends he can't be bullied if he's a recluse <sighs> yeah. That's not, no one can affect him I'm pretty
2: certain thing. that when you go to school it's normally the quiet reclusive ones that are the ones that get bullied
0: <laughs> oh the most
1: the kids, we're the <laughs> the kids. yeah there we go yeah <laughs>
0: As we see them talk about the whole kit bag thing, Naho goes to leave the classroom and she bumps in Wader again. And Wada turns around, who was eavesdropping on the conversation, is like, I'm going to be the one that buys the kit bag for Kakaru. And Naho's like, I'll just get him a better kit bag then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is this one-up <laughs> <laughs> You've activated my trap, card.
0: In comes Takako, who stands up to Wada and is about to punch her in the face. I'm going to fuck you up. (laughs) uh, She's quite an intimidating character, isn't she? But that's the point of her. And her and Azusa sort of stand up to a and scare her off.
1: She actually does remind me of a thingy from High School of the Dead.
0: Who? Which one? Bay.
1: Yeah. I don't want to say Bay, but Bay is what came to mind... The Samurai Girl. The Samurai Girl. Uh, like it,
0: yeah, Bay. Like just, there's similarities <laughs> If you there. haven't heard that episode, go back, <laughs> listen to that. It's one of our finest episodes. Oh, the finest.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is a vintage fruit juice <laughs> <laughs> with
0: a lovely Gorgonzola.
2: <laughs> if
1: you
0: Lots haven't heard yu Please go back and watch that. It's one of our finest episodes.
1: Why are you giving the Italian hands? He was
2: giving me <laughs> Italian hands. He was going, it was one of our finest episodes. <laughs>
1: uh, right. So totally insulted here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of bada bing, bada booms in that <laughs> one.
0: <laughs> Azusa and Takako take Naho away and they take her up to the roof and they have a heart to heart with her and so they sort of say, Look, Naho, we know you're in love with Kakaru. You need to stop hiding it, hiding everything from us. We're your friends. We're here to help you. You need to talk to us. Is this the one where they tell
2: them about the letter?
0: Not yet. No, we don't actually find out that they've got letters until much later. Yeah. On. They do a lot of this going up to the roof, though, don't they? It's a lot of going to the roof uh, uh, to lo- explain. Most I was going to say, a lot, don't yeah, they? they it's not just roofs a blank space. Time. No, I, I just mean Japan
2: like they could go the anywhere the to have this conversation.
0: Yeah, they could have gone anywhere. Um, we jump to the future again and we see hiroto with the flowers and he puts them down on the like the shrine at the grandmother's house for kakaru uh, and then he turns he picks the flowers back up again instantly and hands them to naho and he says and we, we get the moment back in the past again as well where he asks kakaru what he wants for his birthday and kakaru and he makes sure that he's the last one to ask and kakaru turns around and goes i, I want some flowers
2: and he's, and like, he goes, well, and well, he's um, like,
0: why? Why do you want flowers? And Kakaru says, because the minute you gave them to me, I would give them to Naho. And so... Buy my girl some flowers, bitch. <laughs> basically. <laughs> basically <laughs> but it's a real touching scene. It's a power move. It's a fucking alpha move,
1: that, in he, he tells You know that girl
2: that you like? Buy me flowers so I can give them to her. <laughs> it's
0: a power move. <laughs> it's a power move! We go to the future again, and... Hiroto explains that this is what Kakaru wanted because Naho's taken by surprise when he picks them up off of the, the shrine and gives them back to her. And he says this is what Kakaru wanted. He wanted you to have these. That took 10 years to go in and And out. he also he, this is the first Playing time very when long he This <laughs> is <was> a very <laughs> long game. <laughs> this is the first time when all of them turn around and go, "Naho, Kakaru loved you." Like, how have you not known this for for 10 years? Like, you should have known back then.
1: She knows. They have, of
0: course she did, right? And she was like, he oh, the no, what?
1: fucking knows.
0: There's no way. She's like, what? Um, I can't believe it. Did he? And we jump to the past again, and it happens again. Hiroto gets the flowers, he gives them to Kakaru in the classroom. Kakaru turns, and he gives them straight to Naho again. I mean, that's so strange. And he, this is the moment when he turns to her and he says... Naho, no matter what, if anyone asked me out, I would always say no. I would always choose you. D- d- just ask her out at this point.
1: <laughs> Done everything but. <laughs> Literally given her flowers,
2: <laughs> said, I will only ever go out with you. But we're not going to go out. But I'm not asking you. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. And we jump to. I mean, this guy's beginning to sound more and more like
1: me. Maybe it's a power move. A he, pa- d- he doesn't do the asking. Bitches ask him. <laughs> we. I don't buy flowers for the ladies. <laughs> I
2: get other people to buy their flowers for me. We,
1: we I've, see I've never asked a girl out. Have you never asked a girl well, out? Every no. time. No. Every time. Every time. Well, yeah, look at you and look at me.
2: <gasps> well, that's just not very nice.
1: <laughs> you look English. What? Well, that's not very nice. <laughs> what do you mean? It's not an insult to look English.
2: <laughs> well, what are you supposed to fucking look like? You're from fucking Yorkshire.
1: <laughs>
0: So, so is James, if you ask me. Yes. <laughs> I am <from> <laughs> <Far enough.
1: laughs> You know he went Yorkshire, but I'm from Yorkshire. <laughs> I am from Yorkshire. <laughs> I not. own 60 acres, there acres there of land. <laughs> <laughs> 60 acres
2: of tracts. Yeah. Okay. I'm from top north. <laughs>
1: it's not top. It's not how it goes. Come Go on man. You say it. From up north. That's not very northern, is it?
2: Yeah. Tut is the,
1: not any word that begins with T. Tut, lion, tut, witch, and tut, or <laughs> exactly Exactly. The band Tut Tut.
2: Oh, I remember Tut Tut. Anyway, Sheenie, yes, carry on. You southern bastard. I
0: mean, he didn't say no. We see that Hiroto, his future self, always regretted not supporting Kakaru and Naho's relationship. And that's actually a regret that he has. Even though he ended up with Naho and he's got the future that he wanted, he still regrets that he didn't support the two of them. Why? Because it's the right thing to do. It is the right thing to do. Yeah, I guess so. But at that Are you time, really being that nice? At that time, yeah. he was a selfish friend. Was he? Yeah, the guy swoops in at, when she's at her yeah, lowest. that's true. Yeah, okay, yeah, I get you now. He's... He is a self... And, and of course, by not supporting their relationship and allowing it to, at times, hit the points it hit and then not helping... Yeah, he's an unsupported friend. By not point. helping, he
2: was being a negative influence on it. By not
0: helping them to find each other he that also led to kakaru not being able but to but would he
1: know that they're supposed to be that way if there was no letter letter
0: yeah that's what i was just thinking if you were just well this being... is a regret that his future self has had eventually
1: yeah but was that realization later or was that realization at the i think
0: i think that realization probably hit him after kakaru's death probably probably yeah, yeah. When Kakaru died, and, and Hiroto was like, if I'd not been so selfish and supported them too, maybe Kakaru wouldn't have died. Probably, I would imagine yeah. that's
2: the way it goes. Because well, I would sense. imagine at the time he probably looked at it and was like, I'm just being supportive of.
0: He had much to them. own his own truth. When when like at the moment we will come to eventually. I I get why he finally has that urge to say what he needed to say. Um, yeah cuz you would wouldn't you it has to be said eventually um I th- obviously it doesn't but yeah we'll, we'll come to all of that we jump to it, the whole thing gets brushed under the rug with the whole i would always choose you and again they they don't start going out and they're all sort of standing around and hiroto goes up to naho and is like naho you need to reply to kakaru he said he would always choose you he needs he needs you to reply say you know say how you feel and she's she just won't. She's Too coy, too shy, won't say it. And uh, there's that whole, like, oh, Kakaru thinks your ponytail's cute little comment. I think that's from Sa- And then Kakaru's like, no, that I didn't say that. And Saku's like, yeah, you did.
2: Yeah, I'm now beginning to think back at the scene that you are on about. She really did need to acknowledge that because at that point, he has actually admitted... There's nobody he's else. Like, he's, like, laid it out for her. And then he's got nothing back. And with the way he is mentally. But just ask her out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, he's done, he, in fact, he's done more, more than just than ask her that. out. Yeah. Like, this is it like. It would have
1: taken more effort to dance around it this many times than just go, want to go on a date? Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, but literally...
1: you don't ask people out. I don't know. People ask me.
0: Uh, yeah. Imagine going mm. up to someone and saying, I would always choose you. I'm in love with you. I don't want to go out here. Later! Me? Yeah. <laughs> and then run away. <laughs> and then run away. <laughs> that wouldn't happen
1: with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've been running after them. <laughs> Puddles don't move, <laughs> I'm afraid. You're grabbing and then climbing the tallest building you can find. <laughs>
2: to be honest, <laughs> girls would be like, is this a slime?
1: <laughs> is this a slime? So, They'd be looking
2: down at the puddle on the floor going, are you are right right <laughs> there? That's very nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: we jump to the next day and Hiroto takes Naho aside and he turns to her and he says does your letter mention anything about the 23rd of September? And she's like, um, n- I don't know, I'd need to check. And so she, when she checks, she realizes that that was the day that Kakaru first attempted to commit suicide. And he tried to hang himself with a towel. Again, they sort of comment about the fact that none of these, none of the letters are starting to add up as much as they were before. There's a lot of variations happening now. But they mention the fact that the day before he committed suicide or tried to commit suicide... Um, he met up with his Tokyo friends, his friends from his previous that's school. That's the one, that's that's the trigger. And he told them that, he he, he told them how he felt. He uh, told he them told him about his mum, uh, how he felt and that he wanted to die and none of them took him seriously. They all just laughed it we off. We only and see that later though, don't we, properly? We all, only we, all we it. find out is that he told
1: them and they just didn't listen. Yeah. Well, they thought he was fucking around well if no- they laugh he laughs yeah nobody took it seriously
0: and we see um again another sort of flashback to kakaru's past and we see what he texted his mother on the day uh that he was supposed to go and see her and, and when she was asking uh, where are you you need to come home immediately he, he put down like i'm i'm not a kid anymore you need to stop bothering me go on your own go on your own and out of desperation naho because he brings up the fact that he's his his old mates have messaged him from Tokyo and that he's going to go and hang out with them out of desperation Naho says no yeah she says stay with us don't go I don't want you to go don't go and hang out with your friends from Tokyo and he kind of doesn't listen to her until Hiroto comes in this is when he changes for me this is when he steps up to the plate a little bit more because this scene is is really important Um, he steps in and he gets involved like fully involved as well fully involved he tells Kakaru that he knows about his mother, and Kakuru freaks out, and he's like, uh, "Naho, did you tell him?" And she's like, "Yeah, I, yeah, I had no choice." And Hiroto's like, "I, I want to help you, you know, and I know that you want to die." He outright calls him out on it. He, I, I know you, you are gonna go. You want to commit suicide, and and Kakuru he owns up to it. He's like, I, I, "This, that is how I feel sometimes," um, and he gets upset and. He goes, I, th- I didn't think he ever
2: was like, I know you want to die. He says, do you have those thoughts?
0: Yeah, that that's in a roundabout way. He's like, yeah.
2: He doesn't like actively say, yeah, I know this is what you want to yeah. do. He says, do you have these thoughts? Because I feel like it's I can It's a very passive
1: those. way of it's, saying it. It is. Yeah. It's letting him know without outright saying, I yeah. fucking know.
0: Yeah. And we get Kakaru again sort of blaming himself. And he's like, I'm the reason my mum died. Yeah, it's, it's a really good scene because this is when Hiroto goes over to him and he and he, he hugs him. Yeah, it's an emotionally charged a, scene, a very sort of. emotionally charged scene, and he tells him it's okay. And he says, "We're here to help you with everything. You you need to let that guilt and regret go. What happened to your mum wasn't your fault at all." The music for this scene, by the way, is really nice. The music fits it again
2: perfectly.
0: Yeah. And he says to Naho, he's like, Naho agrees with me w- with everything I say. And Naho turns to him and he, and she says, don't die, Kakaru. I feel the exact same way that Hiroto does. That, uh, and I love you. And we, we get Kakaru breaking down. And He says thank you to them. Um, but Naho makes that comment uh, as he sort of starts to smile again, that she can still see the sadness behind his smile. That no matter what they've said at that moment it's not fixed him yet that he's almost tried to brush him off in a sense i don't and think it's like brushed off i think it's more think he's of the fact that it's still there. there it's definitely still there she says the episode ends with her saying that she wants to one day see a real smile from him not one that's hiding the pain and we go into episode eight opens with a bit more sort of slice of life stuff with saku and Kakaru talking about the headphone, they're fighting over the music and that. And and then Kakaru offers Snaho the other half of his headphone, and it's all just not. It just kind of reverts itself back, doesn't it? And pulls itself back into this like, slice of life rom com.
2: Uh, it gives you that, I mean, heavy hit, and then it's like, right, well, back to where we were.
0: Yeah. And it almost brushes all that aside again, and it resets itself.
2: So, very much like real life, then. Yeah, very much so. Because. Yeah. You have to say, you know, those hard hitting conversations happen, but and you, then we you, yeah, you we, we acknowledge that they've happened. You have to move but on, but then from you them. carry on like Play you Rocket were. League. Yeah, <laughs> carry on playing Rocket League and F- it Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, we can talk about it right now. The episode that you did with Silent Voice, and we listened to that. Yeah, we welcome. then had that conversation. Yeah, over
0: Rocket League, and then we were like, back to the band, right? Back to Rocket back League. Back to the games, boys, and we get Kakaroo talking about the fact that he cancelled his plans with his Tokyo friends, and he said he had a better offer from Hiroto anyway to hang out, and he thinks Hiroto's funner instead anyway. And the girls in the group, they turn to Naho, and they're like, Naho, is there anything else you're hiding from us? Like, have you told him your feelings yet? Like, are you even happy? Is he your boyfriend yet? What, what is going on with you and Takaru? Because as a friend, you'd be fucking sick of this situation. Oh you'd my be God, like, I'm can so you tired. just get together? You would be tired, wouldn't you? i just... fucking exhausted by this point. <laughs> day two,
1: Are day we... two. You I'm know, with me, in. i would I'm just in. Like, <laughs>
2: Yours would have been, have you met Jim? Like yeah. the first minute. Yeah. <laughs> first minute, as
1: I've done many a time. Ah, yeah, that's really worked. None of the time. None of the time. It's not for you. Sheenie steps in, and he's just like, "Yeah,
2: sort it out." <laughs>
0: He's done that before. We jump to Kakaru, he's playing football, and all of a sudden he collapses. Uh, He had some sort of dizzy spell. We don't really know They they gloss over that a lot. I think it's just the whole, like, he's dehydrated, he's dizzy, he's overworking himself, this, that, and the other. I thought this might be a payoff for the end. Like, that never gets
2: sick. Maybe. Like, oh, by the way, this happened, you know, in this timeline. We saved
0: him. Yeah, cool. No, he does another way in this one. Like the whole. I, I mean, oh, you could okay. go all Final Destination on it and fucking yeah, death, death will way. always yeah find a way to get you. No, yeah. no,
2: it's a fixed point in time. This is supposed to happen, no oh, matter what you, you mean try he'll to just do. Die by other means. Yeah, he'll just die by other means. Even okay. if you save him from this thing, he's supposed to. It's basically the uh Doctor Strange what if episode that I watched last week, which is just
1: no Morals. matter what he does, the Deathly Hallows. Yeah.
2: You guys wouldn't have seen the what if... But it was like, what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? And it was like, he tries to save the woman from Doctor Strange. You know, the other MD keeps trying to save her, but she's a fixed point in time. Oh, right, okay. And he can't save her, and he breaks the universe from trying to save her, basically. And that's what it is. But, like, no matter what he does, she dies. But that's what you thought this moment I thought it might be, because of the fact, like... You it never like gets a sack of shit. Yeah. It, and it never gets
0: mentioned yeah, again. But if you know anime, you know that uh, there's a lot of moments where kids just sort of randomly collapse from overworking themselves because happens. Yeah, but that with,
2: happens. with this anime, everything that happens, happens for a reason. Do you get I, what I Yeah, mean? I guess so. Well, like,
0: yeah, I guess so. And I looked
2: at it and I was like, they never mention this again. And that would be a proper. No matter what you did for this entire thing, this happens in the end. I mean, it'd be a big fuck you to
0: all of us who were watching. Yeah.
2: But yeah. yeah, but that. How many hip, how many animes have we
0: watched where there's a big fuck you at the end? Yeah. The only payoff we get is when he's. Well, there isn't a payoff. He's laying there, and the other girls come in, Azusa, and she says, Oh, you don't worry your girlfriend like that, Kakaru, by fainting. And he's like, uh, Naho's not my girlfriend. And she and Azusa's. Knew like who they meant, <laughs> what? knew who the men though. Knew who the meant. Azusa's just like it's simple. Like you just ask her out, and Kaku goes into the fact that like he's I don't want to hurt Naho's feelings. That's You'll why. hurt
2: her feelings by not asking her <laughs>
0: out at this point. And then he's like, but now nah, he looks her dead in the face in front of everyone, and he's like, but I really do love you. You know that. And it, that's it. And Naho talks about after this scene. Naho talks about the fact that she doesn't want to change the future too much to the point where i guess the letter isn't as help isn't helpful anymore that would be a worry of yours wouldn't it if you've relied heavily on the letter and you started to change things and it deviated a lot from the letter
2: there's no way you can be able to well you're on your own yeah dictate what's going to
0: happen yeah you're on your own and then we get the whole talk around the relay race and um, there's this whole thing in the letter about Kakaru gets injured um, just before the race in like a warm up, uh, and he blames himself for losing the class race. And it's just, it's another one of those moments that I would this have made a humongous. I know it's quite an important episode because of other reasons, but the race itself is not important.
1: The, the representation of what the race is is important. By the way, what it, they do
0: with it is, yeah, but back, back then, that surely that race what is that just another sad moment i for think
1: him? no i think it's for us this is the coming together of of a group as a unit yeah. rather than six individuals they are one group of friends
2: and there. it's a culmination of events right now because yeah. no what yeah we no. have now this is the point where doesn't he freak they out have the, announcement, for the first don't time
1: they? here as well like slaps away a yeah. hand
2: but isn't this the time that we get the first announcement that they all know because it's now the race
1: well, it's no.
0: The, this is when the letter is like, you need to make sure that Kakaru doesn't run the relay race. You need to get him off the team. And Hiroto chimes in and he's like, uh, Kakaru I'll run in your place. I know you know you don't really want to run. I'll do it for you."
2: Oh, this is the blooming I volunteer as tribute moment where they all stand up in class and it's just like, "Yes, I'll do it. Volunteer for tribute." Well, it is. <laughs> Especially the
0: guy with glasses who's like, I don't want to do this. Well, Hiroto... is
1: the slowest in the year.
0: (laughs) Hiroto pushes Kakaru to the point where Kakaru's like, if you want to run in my place, then sure, just run in my place. He, He pushes too much. And that's when Azusa and Takako pull Hiroto to the side again and are like, there's a secret you're not telling us because you're being a bit too much now. And it's really noticeable. And they pull him to the side. And we don't obviously see what that conversation is about until later on. Then you get the volunteer tribute bit where they're in class and Takako turns around. She stands up and she's like, I'll run. And Azusa stands up. It's like, I want to run. And at first the teacher's like, oh, that's not how it works. And then the other people who are in the relay race turn around and go, yeah, no, I'm yeah, she can have my place. I don't care. Yeah.
2: And then the others go, I volunteer
0: as tribute as well. And the six friends all volunteer to run together.
2: Ooh, friends. (laughs) Relay friends. Relay friends. (laughs) Ooh, baton friends.
0: And Naho states that we don't need to follow this letter fully. You know, we can go our own path as long as we think it's the right thing to do. You can go your own way. way. Get out. Get out. And we see the Kakaru's really happy that his little friendship group have all stood up and said that they want to run with him. Oh, thank God. I won't have to be an idiot on my own. (laughs) And this is when Hagata turns around and is like, I really don't want to do this. I'm like super slow. I'm the slowest person in the year. Like the nerdy guy. Yeah. Who has no fitness. And he's like, but I'll do it because I'm going to be forced. To be <laughs> and K- Kakaru turns around and says to them all, he's like, I don't I don't care that if if we come in last place as long as we all run together. Ooh, friends. Cut to Hagata turning to Azusa and saying, uh, have you got a minute? I need to speak to you alone. They go for little private training sessions together. And it's a relationship build for them as well, isn't it? And we also get the whole trope of Naho tripping into Kakaru as well and he catches her and it's... Uh, those floors. and then he stands there and he offers his hand to her, right? Clearly for a handhold, and she stands oh, there and just said, "Hold." <laughs> <laughs> clearly for a handhold, and oh, she's man. like, she just stands there and is like, uh, are, you, "Are you okay?" Like, and then she gives him a low five. <laughs> yeah.
2: Also, how fucking slippery are these floors? Like, seriously, the guy, the cleaner's is coming along with a
0: buffer. <laughs> all day it shows us as well that Hagata and azusa while training Hagata turns to azusa and is like there's something really important i need to tell you and then it cuts off and obviously he's telling her about the letter that he has received it was really posh by the way (laughs) (laughs) sorry cut back to (laughs) kakaru kakaru once again in a situation where he offers his hand to naho and she just stares at him again the guy clearly wants to hold her hand, right? I want to hold well, your hand. <laughs> I, I knew it was coming. And Kakaru walks off dejected. Everyone pulls Naho aside and is like, what's going on? Why is Kakaru looking like the way he is? Naho's like, "Oh, the, he keeps holding his hand out and then I don't know why. And everyone's laughing and is like... Naho. To hold your hand. Naho, he wants to hold your hand. Like, get a fucking clue. This is when everybody turns around and is like, Naho... We've all got letters as well and they all talk about uh, the episode ends with them all talking about the fact that they want to save Kakaru too. They they they're in it together and it becomes like a team effort thing. Team. And we go into episode 9. It opens with everybody explaining that their letters as we said all say about supporting supporting the relationship between Kakaru and Naho. Literally all of their letters say want these two to get together. Yeah. Which which is a shame on Hiruto, I, I, you know, I get it. But he's already said that he's okay with this now. <sighs> so on. He has not convincingly told them all that he's okay. I'm on board they with this. all don't believe him, but... I'm currently safe and unharmed, sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, it does comment that Kakaru is always better when Naho is around. When he is with Naho... It makes him a better person. He seems happier. We also get everyone being a little bit too supportive as well. We get moments where they're a bit too pushy and it's a bit weird. It's slice of life, but it's like awkward slice of life moments at this point.
2: There's an obvious agenda in the uh,
0: in the group. Yeah, it's become obvious now that everybody's on board, but they're getting in each other's way almost. Yeah. And it gets to the the day and we get the whole umbrella thing. So it was Azusa's birthday. And she gets a umbrella for her birthday, and it was raining that day. And she lent the umbrella to Kakaru. and that stopped him from being able to walk home under the same umbrella as Naho. Which is because that's a trope that they do in Japan as well as yeah. the animes with the whole umbrella thing and walking together in the rain. Get a bigger umbrella. What
2: they convert bigger under my umbrella. <laughs> I don't know. Umbrella. I don't know. Ella.
0: Ella. <laughs> Look, it's super convoluted, this bit, but th- th- it's really easy to sum up. It- simply, they just don't give Kakaroo the umbrella.
1: Now make sure they all have one, and except they- for him. And he's the only one who doesn't... And does then it th- it was like, no, you're not getting under this.
0: Because it was sunny that morning, and he didn't bring an umbrella, but they all knew it was going to rain later, so they all bought umbrellas. There- there's Sus- no point in dragging it out. That yep. is literally what happens.
2: Yeah, and they f- basically get those two to walk together with mm-hmm.
0: an umbrella. And, and they hold hands, and they kind of ask each other out, but they don't ask each other out, and it's all sort of wishy-washy again.
1: Well, he does ask her out, doesn't he? It's like, he asks her out, and they say, unless you want to ask me out, which because I will say yeah, yes. Yeah,
0: it's fucking... Exactly, he just doubles back on it again, yeah. and it, it goes nowhere again. These two dance any closer to the flames. <laughs> we also cut to Hiroto, who's in MACD's, and he's really upset... <laughs>
1: I'm never upset in Magdies. Yeah, to be fair. (laughs) Mm. Could do with the Magdies. Fucking Big Mac right now.
0: Jumps to the letter. And back in the future Naho's past, we learn that. Back in in the future Naho's past, (laughs) we find out that Kakaru lied to everyone and said that his mum was really busy and she couldn't come to the sports day. um, And nobody ended up showing up to watch him compete. Cue Grandma. And it, yeah, the letter says, make sure that a family member, a family member, a relative is there. What It could have just said, make sure his grandma's there, really. Pretty much. Because it? that seems to be left. the, I was going to say, it seems to be
2: the only one he's got. Make sure your nan's there. So somebody turns up with their nan in the car.
1: Just a nan. <laughs> just a nan. <laughs> <laughs> just a nan. Hire not a granny. Grandma. We brought your
2: nan. Oh, That's, not nan. <laughs> That's not my nan. That's not my nan. Oh, it's a lovely day out.
0: <laughs> Shut up, gran. Get back in the car. We, we need to go and get the proper ground. Kakaroo does try to lie to everyone again at this point because they ask him. They try and get it out of him. And it, he he only thinks that Hiroto and Naho know about his mum. And he lies to the rest of them. And is like, oh yeah, my mum can't make it. There won't be anyone here for me today. Then grandmother shows up because Hiroto invited her. I believe it's him personally. He's the one that... yeah. Well, he gets his parents, parents to pick him up. Yeah, he got his parents to go
2: and pick her up. Hey, Mum, Dad, can you go pick up this grandmother?
0: (laughs) But Kakaru still seems sad.
2: It's because he has something in his past which he doesn't talk to anybody about and nobody actually knows about, technically.
0: (laughs) He's still thinking about his mum. A sports day, previous sports day. That's where it's from. Yeah. Yes, somewhat. Well, it is. It's exactly that. It's a previous sports day. It's also he feels guilty about having fun. He says, uh, like, every time I have too much fun, I feel guilty because it's not fair that I'm here having fun when my mum is gone. He feels like he doesn't deserve to be having fun, to be happy. Q Hiroto taking his shirt off. And, <laughs> and he's, like, absolutely stacked and, like, all the girls are like, wow, you're stacked. <laughs> he tidy had, he had those <laughs> Hiroto got tidy he, he had those haircut. things as well didn't
2: he those pieces
1: the V yeah he had those the V <laughs> he yes. had those pieces, those pieces. <laughs> and then
0: James pointed towards his crotch <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah signaling <laughs> back and forth towards
0: eventually uh, we see the Hiroto and Kakaru get injured playing that weird fucking game of climbing that pole by the way, that what's the name of sex. The, what's the name of the uh, guy
2: with the glasses again, sorry? Uh, Hagata. Hagata he
0: draws on his his pecs Yes, he does draw that, on his packs. With permanent marker. <laughs> and, and permanent pecs. Naho offers to help Hiroto and Kakaru, but she starts helping Hiroto out with his injuries and Kakaru gets super jealous and slaps her away so when she tries weird. to help him he gets super jealous it's weird and the episode ends no you can't heal his injuries (laughs) you must heal mine the episode ends with kakaru sort of having a realization that he is actually bothered when naho shows hiroto attention and we go into episode 10 episode 10 is not tons happens it's all based around the relay race but i feel like it's quite a vital episode, even though nothing it's a, much it's happens. a really good episode. The
2: message of the episode is what's important. So it opens yeah. Not with... Not the content, uh, it's the message. Yeah,
0: it is the message. So it opens with the girls in cheerleader uniforms. Go on. <laughs> I want James to get really serious about the message and then open with that. They enter some sort of cheer battle, but we still see that... Did they bring it? <laughs> they brought it. And oh, we see... <laughs> <laughs> Did they uh, get their head in the game? Oh... Uh, <laughs> So, Kakaru is still not right at this point. Um, and also, th- he's hurt his ankle already, hasn't he? Yeah. He's already injured, but he hasn't. I, can't, I take it he got injured climbing that pole. I mean, I would imagine <laughs> I so. To, right? I'm <laughs> leaving it alone.
1: <laughs> I've still got to bring it on and stuff in my head. Yeah. I'll, I'll... Well, I've got and wow. Hagata <laughs> mentions
0: that he knew that Kakaru was already injured at this point because it was in his letter. Him and Naho get asked to lift a mattress? At this point, by the way. I think it's a landing mat. At this point. Oh, right. Okay, what, like, pole vaulting mat? Gymnastics, yeah. yeah. You haven't sort
2: of already mentioned, but they all now know that everybody has the letters. Like, it is definitely at this point that they all know that. Yeah, I explained that last episode? Did
0: you? Yes. When they're all on the roof.
2: (laughs) Sorry, it was the cheerleaders
0: that got me. (laughs) They'll do that. And as as they're... Taking the mattress. Get your head in the game. <laughs> yeah. uh. Naho talks to Kakaru about the fact that he's injured and that he's in pain while trying to lift this mattress. Cue everybody in the friendship group turning up and lifting a piece of the mattress. We're so he can all get in this together, don't <laughs> well, you <fucking> know? <laughs> what, a bit of a high school musical? No, no, no. Uh, why not? No, no, no. And Hiroto tells Kakaru off and is like, if you're injured or you're hurt, or anything like that you need to tell your friends
1: at solicitors direct <laughs> <laughs> <interim> <laughs> for you.
0: if you've been involved in an accident that wasn't your fault and this is when kakaru talks about the fact that he's been feel, feeling guilty about having fun and it's also when he admits to the group about his mum and he not that they didn't know already but he tells them the truth my mum's dead
2: <gasps> oh my god
0: we didn't know <laughs> But everyone knew, isn't it? There was no reaction, by the way. Well, no, they they sort of just stay silent. And then they say that his mum would be more worried about the way he is being at the minute and how he is at the minute. And that he needs to, well, firstly, he needs to go and sort out his ankle because it's clearly not right. And once he's got it sorted out, he turns up and he's like, I'm still going to run the relay race. I need to run with you guys. I, I want to run with you guys. It's not that bad. Yes, it's all strapped up, doesn't he? And this is when we go into the race, and it's really good, the way they do this. Um, And as they run and they pass the baton on, they pass the message on.
1: Don't fucking
0: lose. Yeah, win the race. Tell Kakaru to win. And it goes down the line, and we we also see Hagato. He passes some girl, doesn't he, as well? (laughs) Huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. (laughs) Go on! (laughs) And it gets all the way to the end, and... Actually, I missed the vital point before the race starts. There's the This little, episode
1: has a vital point? The
0: little bet between Hirito oh, and... Yeah, yeah. we lose. Hirito gets the kiss. They win. Kakaru gets the kiss. The race ends with Kakaru winning. And he. we get the moment when he goes over to his grandmother and she's like... She talks about the old sports day back then when he spent the whole day sad until the final race, which he won. And it made him happy. And she said it reminded her of then... And she says, oh, I'm sure your mother is really happy right now, seeing you happy. But well, that makes him unhappy. I don't know if it makes him unhappy. Well, he doesn't it smile makes him? Emo- I think he's melancholy. It makes him emotional, I
1: think. He's just somewhere in the middle, isn't he? Yeah.
0: And the episode ends with him finding Naho again, and he kisses her on the cheek, and he's like, I'll I take, need i needed to claim." prize now. Yeah. And we see that Hiroto is round the corner. I've come for my prize. <laughs> what? It <laughs> <laughs> comes in pies what do you call Tash, <laughs> Tash. And we- <laughs> prize <laughs> and we go into episode 11 episode 11 opens with the group all looking at pictures of the sports day so um, one of the fathers took photos I think it was Hagata's dad he took photos of the sports day and they all sort of are like we're allowed to take one photo each and Naho picks the one of Kakuru smiling and Kakuru takes the one of Naho in her cheerleader outfit you would <laughs> we never see that photo again <laughs> you're right <we'd...
1: laughs> he's thrown into the ocean 12 year old me will appreciate this <laughs> he's not thrown that in the ocean it's
2: never seen again though. never seen again
0: and Kakaru turns to the rest of the group and he thanks them for the message they gave him during the race um, he thanks them for sort of encouraging him
2: I also love the fact that Specs's parents is literally
0: exactly the same as him <laughs>
2: <laughs> they all look exactly the same.
0: <laughs> and we jump back again to the future and we see the future Hiroto and he's talking um about the fact that he feels guilty and he feels like he stole Naho away from Kakaru and and he stole a future that Naho should have had, which he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't steal anything, really. Like he wasn't the fucking hamburglar and literally <laughs> ran in and picked her up in a sack and ran out again, but he he only feels this way because he always knew how Kakaru felt and how she felt, but he never he never did anything to help them because he didn't want to support that relationship because of his own feelings, which is quite a difficult position to be in I would imagine and he is fully under the impression that like naho would have chosen kakaru and naho actually turns around in the in the car and she says no i'd always choose you Hiruto." that caught me that caught me by surprise that bit when she's like no i would always choose you why stringing him along right now well that i think it all boils down to how he handled the situation at new year so but before that we we jump again back to the past and it's christmas eve uh, they talk about christmas eve and kakaru uh, asks naho to hang out at christmas eve he's like uh just you and me let's go and spend christmas eve together and then they also talk about new year and hiroto doesn't want to go with the rest of the group for new year he's like oh i've got other plans i don't want to go this is because obviously he knows what's going to happen and he doesn't want to be there for it and ev- the rest of the group are all pissed off at him for this Um, We also find out that Kakaru wasn't able to go on the date on Christmas Eve because his grandmother fell ill. So his date has sort of led into him seeing Naho during New Year. The rest of the group all turn to Hiroto and they're like, you need to go. This is the moment when you got to tell Naho how you feel and it's only fair that you still have your opportunity. I think that's fair. Yeah, it's fair. Is that not fair? Yeah, that's fine. It makes sense. I don't like the... the moment he picked when she was at her lowest kind of a dick move he could have just told her at any point when you know I'm not too keen on the moment he picked it's a difficult place to do it anywhere to be honest isn't it we find out that whatever happened basically Kakaru and Naho get in a fight on New Year and Hiruto is the one that steps in and comforts Naho and picks that moment to tell her that he likes her and that's I think the moment when she likes Hiroto, I guess that's supposed to be the moment that she falls for him. It's a change, isn't it? I think it's just a realization from her point that Hiroto is there. He's actually there for her as well, not just Oh, just, as a just, just for her. But Hiroto doesn't listen to the rest of the group. He doesn't care that another version of himself did that at that moment. He's like, "No, I'm here for Kakaru and Naho, not for myself." And he just, he refuses to do it. He's, he says, like, it's not going to change anything for my future self anyway. My future self has got the life he wanted in his timeline. It's just me, technically. Yeah, uh, nothing has happened to him yet. So he's happy to go and do what he wants to do at that moment. And we all, this is when we see that he has got photos from the future of him and Naho and the baby and everything like that. Which I don't think is healthy for him to it's keep hold of. It's weird. It's not healthy. It's, it's weird. It's not healthy. It's not him. No, not really. No. But it is. It's, no. It's a variant of him,
1: but. Chrissy's not Fran. It looks. What he's saying, saying though, is, is it
0: looks like him, but. It's not him. Th- this person in the future has had different experiences and has different feelings and emotions now so i get that it isn't him
2: yeah okay i get that well yeah i get it because he is 10 years older and has a different set of outcomes than
0: what he has had it's a different person it's like me and yourself if if you chose a different path in life and then that that version of you bumped into you that wouldn't be you because (laughs) that that version of you has lived a completely different life i think both me and my
2: other self would look at each other and go what have you done with yourself (laughs) why have you done this
1: anything in particular or just all of it all of it all of it all of it
2: <laughs> like i don't think even if i had the chance with a fucking magic book that told me i'd
0: still probably fuck it <laughs> to be honest so when kakaru turns up for new year um we get the little moment where he's like he comments on naho's scarf and he's like it looks really cute and then Hagata chimes up and is like i'm wearing a scarf too Little tiny nuggets of comical relief that he has that help, I think. Is that the one where he's like, I'm wearing a scarf, but nobody ever notices my scarf? Yes, yeah. He he does this a couple of times in this episode. I think it's because of how heavy it gets with the whole fighting and the emotion. They yeah. need that little bit of relief in there. Uh, it cuts to Hiroto, and he is at home. Um, he, He's clearly not chosen to go and join the rest of the group.
2: Clearly not contributing to <laughs> this group
0: right now. And then we get Naho and Kakaru go off on their own. And Kakaru apologizes about the fact that he wasn't there for Christmas Eve and he couldn't go on the date that he promised to go on. Um, and the the reason was obviously because his grandmother was sick and he's he's really worried about her and he he goes very dark at this moment and he and he sort of it's like, oh, I can't lose her too. And Yes, he gets really dark. He says to Naho, I'm I'm gonna leave. I'm I'm worried about grandmother. I'm actually going to go and check on her. And Naho's like, no, can you not stay just for a little bit longer? I'm sure she's absolutely fine.
1: Or you could give her a phone call.
0: Yeah. Or you could give her a phone call. Or he could have brought her with him. Anyone? I mean, she options. was
2: ill and it was freezing cold outside. Probably not the best thing to do. <laughs> yeah, seeing but... as actually it was hypothermia, in fact. So Get her a scarf. Garrett, a cute
0: scarf. A cute scarf.
2: <laughs> Mine's cute too. <laughs> This pisses Kakaru off. I mean, it would. Think about it. You know that what happened to his mother was because he wasn't there at the time. So he's saying, I've got to go home and be with this person. And then she's like, "Well, just stay for a little bit longer. And he's like, no, I need to go home.
0: Yeah, yeah, but he does overreact. And, he, and it, the overreaction leads to him talking about his mother again and the fact that, you know... I stayed for a little bit longer on that first day, and look where it got me. I mean, point proven, I guess. chosen, yeah. (laughs) Point proven, I guess,
2: but... But the problem is as well, she knows exactly what's going to happen in the future, and his grandma is
0: fine 10 years in the future. This is why she says, can you stay a little while longer? And
2: that's the problem. Yeah. Because she knows actually what's going to happen in the future. That actually makes this situation worse. Before those
0: words come out your mouth, would you not have thought that they might be the reason that he gets pissed off? Maybe don't say anything. Yeah, just don't say anything. You say it better. Or turn around and go... (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Can you say nothing at all? Take your own advice. (laughs) (laughs) Or turn around and say, I'll come with you to check on your grandmother.
1: Yeah. Let's go for a
0: walk. Would that not have been better? Yeah. Instead, he gets angry and he's like, I can't take this anymore. And he slaps her away. This is like the second and third time he slapped her away now. Second, I think, yeah. And he's like, stay away from me. It would be a lot easier if you did.
2: He's very (laughs) hand-slappy. You know the
0: rules. (laughs) Cut to Hiroto, and he's clearly outside. And he's on the phone, and the friends are like, "Um, you need to come to the festival and that. And look, he's clearly there. He's clearly there. And we, we get a little bit from Saku, or Hagata, and he tells turns around to the group and he tells them that he's worried about how much they keep changing in the future. He's he's nervous about the, the comp, like the consequences of what they keep doing. It's odd that he's worried about this. This is is this the moment that he talks about the whole paradox thing and Yeah. Yeah. You know, if we've got this wrong and it doesn't create a separate timeline, then we could be doing some serious damage to everything.
2: Yeah, especially their own lives as well. Because there's no guarantee that their own lives will now turn out the same way.
0: Yeah. We cut to Hiroto again, and he's found Naho. Um, and it's a, it's very similar to the flashback that we got when he found her in the original timeline. But this time he changes what he says to her. So instead of saying that he was going to be there for her and he always would be, he supports Kakaru and he tells her that she needs to go get him. Go find your man. <laughs> wrong with you what (laughs) and she tries to ring him and the episode ends with kakaru smashing his phone on the floor tantrum boy what what why would you do that
1: because he's throwing a tantrum
2: don't
0: throw your phone on the floor turn it off turn it off and we go into episode 12 super important episode this one because this gives us a real reflection on kakaru and his feelings I really like this episode. I thought this was fantastic, what they did here. Yep. So it opens with Kakaru with his mum, and we get the whole, he's angry that they're moving, and he's angry she's throwing away his kit bag, and he's got teenage angst to his mum, isn't he? That's all it is. It's just a teenager being angry with his mum.
2: And you get the internal monologue of him being angry at the fact that she
0: didn't even talk about
1: leaving, uh, his leaving dad. His dad. yeah he's angry yeah
0: he's angry about the split up and everything like that he's just angry this whole episode is kakaru's perspective from the original timeline yeah and it shows how closed off he was completely to everything and so how he... little he actually
2: spoke to any of them about what was happening or even just about himself to be fair,
0: yeah, we we just get we get like a scene by scene play of all the moments he spent with the group over the last twelve episodes. Yeah, uh, but they don't realise what's wrong with him. Not at all, and he
2: always does everything and says everything internally. Yeah, like all the stuff that he
0: tells them. He's just dark and negative about it all, and dark and broody. Yep, he's he he's like I I'd rather just have fun with these guys than push my problems on them. And this is when we see him also telling his old friends about his mum uh, and how he's feeling and that uh, he he just wants to die. And we they see their reaction. Well, they think he's joking. They're like, oh, yeah, good one. It's not a joke that your friend would play, is it? No. Like. What are you going to me for? Your, your friend's not. No. Your f- it's not going to be a joke. No, and if not. it is a joke, your friend's a dick.
1: I joke about it. No. It's a coping mechanism.
0: Yeah, but not the way that he sits there and oh, says it, No, though, is it? No, no the
1: no. way he Mine's says it's very it, obviously is a joke. Uh,
0: yeah. When he's sitting there like
1: Mine comes with a nose, wink, wink. Breaks and down and is him like,
0: him. I just want to give up, I just want to kill myself. You're not going to sit there and go, <laughs> 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 Oh, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Real joker, this one. Oh, he's funny. Oh, oh he's funny. <laughs> <laughs> then we get the next scene where. You see the attempted suicide Uh, and you see they do a real good portrayal of the pain he's in and the torment he's going through when he attempts to kill himself. And we see that his troubles start reflecting on his home life with his grandma and he starts getting angry with her. And that hurts him further because he doesn't want to hurt his grandmother because of the way he's feeling. And we see him fall at the race and at the time capsule and we get all these moments that were so different from what we've seen before. All the little things I've gathered into,
2: well, have not been able to change or... uh, Well, everything that has been changed will have affected what's happened to his mentality. But we only get the mentality of what he saw in this timeline,
0: not the mentality that he has now, if you get what I mean. The the only thing you get from him is when he says that he... finds living painful and you get the moments where he's having conversations with hiroto about naho but they're different because hiroto isn't supporting him you get him internally admitting that he is in love with naho but never quite got there with her all the moments you get are very similar
2: where they have conversations in the uh, ones that we've seen But you don't see
0: that in this timeline. Even the firework one where they're standing there side by side in the old timeline, but in the new timeline they're standing side by side but holding hands. It's those subtle differences. Yeah. Then he sees his old his mum's old phone and he goes through it. This is a bad move, right?
1: Going through his mum's old phone. Yeah. I mean, not if you're looking at a conversation between you and her, but then you'd already have a copy, wouldn't you? I guess. I'm not going through my mum's phone.
0: He goes through the draft replies, doesn't he? The draft messages that she wrote.
1: and Finds one he's not seen before. Yeah,
0: he sees that she actually wrote him back from his last message before he he decided not to go with her that day. And he sees that she actually did go to the hospital. She asks him, how was school? I hope you made friends. She apologises and she explains that the reason she divorced his father was because he was violent and she didn't want that to come on to him. Hmm. Yeah, so she says about
2: the fact that he was being bullied at school, yeah. so they moved school and then she didn't want him to ha- get bullied in any clubs, so wouldn't let him join any clubs. She was
0: overly worried and it's quite, it is is understandable, um, but the, the move-in was supposed to sort of solve that, right? And then she says that she just wants him to have fun and that she's sorry for getting in his way. And this is when... He breaks down. He runs out of the house. He jumps on his bike and he goes. But where's he going? Because he does say that he's going to see her, doesn't he? I thought he was just biking out of blind. Yeah, because obviously we know now that he left a message the for his grandma. Of that is, I'm going to go
1: see her. His mum. Okay. And that's a one way ticket.
0: And this is when we see him bike out in front of the van, and, and his final thought before he struck is is of Naho. And it jumps to. The guys in the future. And they talk about the fact that they, they haven't met up as much as they wanted to. That they, In fact, it's been very sparse. They've barely seen each other over the 10 years. Since the day that it happened. Since the day it happened. Um, but they always made this promise about going to the mountain and seeing the cherry blossoms Every year. Every year. And we jump back in time again. And we see Kakaru acting incredibly awkward after the fight with Naho. He, he's the one that's trying to hide away from her. naho tries to make a many attempts to try and talk to kakaru to try and apologize to him about the fight but he just keeps avoiding her she she asks him to walk home and he's like he comes across as not keen on the idea he actively avoids her doesn't he to the point where she breaks down in class and cries. cries And he's like, I'll I'll take over the reading. And it's very awkward. Really awkward, because he
2: must know that the reason why she's crying is because of him. And because
0: he he is ignoring
1: her. Of course he fucking knows. He's just being a prick.
0: Yeah. At this point, yeah. That's what I mean. He's being selfish.
1: Yeah. But instead of actually... But for
0: somebody who's already brooding the way he is, now he's probably internally thinking, well, now I'm hurting Naho.
2: Yeah, yeah, I see it. I, I get it. Like, he's probably thinking, oh, well, I'm just hurting everyone now. Yeah.
0: So we jump again back to the present future and we get the moment where Hagata talks about, well, he talks to the group and he's like, you all need to stop blaming yourself for what happened to Kakaru. It's not our fault that we didn't see... What was going on. What was going on, because we couldn't have known. yeah. Because we didn't hear anything. Kakaru kept everything from them. And and he tells them all. He's like, stop blaming yourselves. And uh, Azusa stands up and she's like, I don't feel that way. I feel like I failed Kakaru. And this is when they start bringing up the talk about the whole black hole thing. And they're like, well, what if we sent a letter to our past selves to try and save Kakaru? And and Hagata's having none of it. He, talk, he talks to him and he's like, this is a stupid idea. And then he sort of comes around to it. And he's like, but you know, if black holes did exist on Earth, you know, that might be a possibility, you know. And then he talks about the Bermuda Triangle and things like that. And, that you know, who knows? It's a shot in the dark, but we might be able to send letters through time. And we might be able to save Kakaru. And the episode ends with it jumping back again. And the letter's talking about Valentine's Day. And it says to Naho, you need to wait till Valentine's Day. You need to give Kakaru those chocolates and she internally thinks to herself, I will not lose him. And it ends. And we go into the final episode, episode 13. Episode 13 opens with Naho. She's making the chocolates. It's a, it's a bit of a normal trope, isn't it, for
1: Valentine's yeah, Day? Yeah, love heart chocolates.
0: Their, their tradition is, I don't know if you know this, but their tradition is girls give chocolates on Valentine's Day and then they have a thing called White Day. What?
1: Yes, yeah, reverse. Yeah,
0: White Day is when men will gift, men will to, gift to, to girls. Two separate days. Valentine's Day is not you both give. It's yeah. girls give, and then White Day is when men give to women. Hmm. White equality, day. bitch. <laughs> I like that. Although chocolate. All I
1: get for Valentine's Day is a goddamn blowjob. And what a steak? White Day. Why White Day? <laughs> I
0: don't know. White.
1: <laughs>
0: and the penny. Well, I've done. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm done. You'll look like a ghost. <laughs> no, no, I knew,
1: I knew
2: you were going to say it. All I got it's for, ghost. The all spooky, I got for ghost. Valentine's Day was this stupid T-shirt. You're not wearing
1: a T-shirt.
0: Exactly. <laughs> what we see is instead of what the letter said of Kakaru asking about the chocolates, he doesn't actually do that this time. In fact, he still is actively avoiding Naho. Um, but he turns to her and he's like, don't worry, Naho, I won't go out with anyone. And it, it's, it's very weird. It's weird. He's being weird. He, he even actively goes out of his way to hide from Naho. When she goes looking for him out in the courtyard, he's like hiding behind a bed. Although, to be fair, from his position, she's literally tracked you down. That's kind of weird in itself. <laughs> <laughs> Terminator. I smell you. <laughs> <laughs> and we get to the point where the day's almost over and it's supposed to be the last chance that naho gets to see kakaru because after this it's supposed to be when he kills himself she looks around kakaru's gone so she runs after him terminator style again you may do the sound if you wish <laughs> in
2: why does it sound like Batman? <laughs> is Where is it? Where is <laughs> <dun>, <laughs> <laughs> <No>, it? Orange.
0: <laughs> Instead of running into Kakaru, she ends up running into Ueda and crushes her chocolate on the way down. But. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> sounds like something else doesn't it <laughs> but you you perk up <laughs> <laughs> Go to standby mode until an innuendo comes along <laughs> that sounds
2: like it could be turned
1: into something funny oh that sounds sexual hold on That's my entire job on this podcast
0: <laughs> instead of letting away to push her around though she has a determined outcome and she's like move bitch <laughs> get <laughs> out of the way get out of my way <laughs> uh, Naho gets to Kakaru and Kakaru's like I don't need it like she doesn't hand him the chocolate she just gets to him and he's like he tries to brush her off again basically eat my ass chocolates
2: (laughs) 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 what? it is I sat on them eat my ass chocolates
1: (laughs) it sounds like you're giving chocolates to get someone to eat your ass though when you say it (laughs) <laughs> you know what these are? These are my eat my did ass put, chocolates in this? <laughs> Eat my ass chocolates <laughs> they, It's like, they you're, turning like chocolate
2: you're, you're turning around You're turning
1: around Halfway through and you're like Would you like a chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> They're Milky Way stars aren't they? Melt in your mouth <laughs> Okay Make and take uh, nuts. It's true. So, like she's Fudge just filled. she's made these cho- she's made these
2: chocolates for him. She's accidentally sat on him and he's like, don't bother. No, <laughs> eat my ass chocolates. Ass chocolates, you say.
1: <laughs> it's going up. No, no, no.
2: <laughs> so just give me the wrapper. That's we, called
0: underwear. We're not- white peak all of a sudden so we see that the letter has told naho (laughs) that she needs to tell kakaru what she replied in the last message that she sent him in the future and kakaru reveals to naho that actually every time she did try to make an effort to talk to him it actually made him happy and that he wants to be with her he openly admits this so many times but nothing comes of it and she openly turns around to him and is like i want to be with you is this supposed to be the the conclusion for them or or is this just another open ended i like... think it's
1: just another open ended way that they do this dance yeah
0: and she hu- she hugs him and this is when kakaru's like I, I i hate myself and i just want to give up and and she turns to him and she's like i just wish you were strong and happy because She's fed up of seeing him this way. She says to him, like, whenever you feel that way, hold on to me. When you're not strong? See, I was not gonna go there. All of a sudden Grayson's (laughs) on
2: on the music train.
0: This is when she gives him the chocolates. The what? The ass chocolates.
1: (laughs) The eat my ass chocolates.
0: (laughs) And the rest of the gang they're all hanging out the window and they're like sharing in the ass chocolate what did you say and did you eat your way. ass chocolate <laughs> did, did you eat the ass chocolate and he gives a sign for yes he goes nom, 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 nom. <laughs> he makes a big o what's the he could
1: have <laughs> just given the thumbs it's up a right bloody y- y- M- okay? like, uh, yeah. ymca
0: is going on sort of, and, and the rest of the group turn to hiroto and they ask him if he's okay and he's like i'm fine you don't have to worry about me. This is what I wanted.
2: I'll get my own ass chopped. That's another day.
0: And it gets to the last day. They're, they're at the final day, the day that Kakaru killed himself. And it starts out completely different. He's supposed to be closed off, shut off, and doesn't actually speak to anybody. But the day opens with him going up to Naho and saying, do you want to go for lunch? And everybody spends the entire day being super nice to him, like overly creepily nice to him. It's because they're all looking at him going. And, and Naho's like, you're more important to me than anyone else. And she's like, and then she mentions like, oh, by the way, it wasn't just Hiroto that looked hot at the sports day when he took his top off. I thought you looked hot too. And it's all very teenage, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a bit teenager and like, yeah, okay. Listening in the sun, and Kakaru <laughs> oh, turns around and, is, and tells Naho that he loves her again. And at this point, they're acting like a couple, which they are at this point almost. We find out the accident is set or did happen at 6 p.m. I thought it was 8 8 p.m. It was p.m. It was a p.m. Might have been 8. And they all ask Kakaru to hang out with them, and he's like, No, I can't. I've actually got to go to the hospital. Um, he's got to go and I believe clear out his mum's stuff from the hospital. What? How much stuff can you have in a hospital
1: for I, a dead woman? I, I
0: and how
2: many know. months have they been
0: holding on to this? A lot of months. I don't know, but he's got to go for some reason. Or maybe he's just going with his grandmother for a checkup. I think it's his grandma. Uh, it might be, yeah. When he leaves, the guys all sort of talk about what they're going to do that night, and Hagata comes up with the <laughs> he's like, maybe we should break his bike. And the Moomin. others, are, the others are like, no, let's move. Moomin, no.
2: Moomin Rider is not happy about this. <laughs>
0: Moomin Rider intensifies. <laughs> and the other lot are like, no, we should all go and wait at the intersection where it happened, because we might be able to stop him. That's like weird. If he does go there, they're all there. And then just before he leaves, Hargater hugs him, and it's quite funny actually because he's the one that shows no emotion about anybody, and then all of a sudden he's hugging Kakaru. Yeah. And everybody has a laugh about it as well. It's quite a nice scene. And we jump to the future once again, and this is when Hagata... When they're talking about the letters and sending them back in time, Hagata turns to everybody and goes, you do realise we can't change our regrets. We can't have a do-over. If Even if this does work and our letters get sent... uh, This will create a newer timeline. It won't affect our timeline. Is this something you even want to do? Is it worth doing?
2: But he also does the other discussion of the fact that um, he says, if it does work and it's still on this timeline. It is a paradox. Then we get rid of ourselves
0: in essence. Yeah. And he says like, no matter what we do, we're never going to see Kakaru again. And Hiruto turns around and he's like, I don't care that we're not going to see Kakaru again. If we can create a world where Kakaru is happy, then I'm all for it. That is all I want. And we cut back to the past again. And we see that Kakaru finds his mum's old phone again. And he reads it. Uh, and we get a sort of similar thing happen again. And it cuts to Hiroto and Nao. And they're all at the intersection. They're waiting. They're all standing there at the intersection waiting. And we, the time passes by. The time that he was supposed to be at the intersection. And they all look and they're all like, he's not come. The time's passed. And they go to his house and his grandmother opens the door and it turns out he's not there. But his bike's still there. And we cut and we see Kakeru and he's he's almost stumbling Yeah. through the street at it's, night. It's that weird
1: walk that anime does. It's the, the I'm super sad Yeah, walk. the swinging arms walk. Yeah. The zombie walk. Yeah.
0: And the, the whole group runs around and they're all looking for him. And we get... A, a, very, a fairly short scene of them trying to find him until Naho finally sees him and she sees him at the point that a truck is coming down the road and the headlights light him up and it cuts away and all you hear is the, the screecher brakes.
2: And the car screeches and like crashes to the side a bit and he's on the floor technically, isn't he?
0: And Yeah, and then it shows you Kakaru laying on the floor. So who, who thought it had actually happened? No. Did you? Yeah, I did think at it, that moment it does help the fact that Naho gives the whole speech of we turns out we couldn't change our timeline, yeah. future. Um, did you guys feel nervous all the way through this though? The final episode, yeah, building to the peak. I, I thought there yeah. was good like, tension. I was it. like,
2: the tension around this episode is will he, won't he, sort of thing. Yeah, now because you've had literally like twelve whole episodes of it building to this point, and now you're like. I don't know what's going to happen.
0: No. And Hiroto runs over to him and Kakaru, he's okay. And Hiroto's like, what were you doing? What do you think you're doing? And Kakaru's like, I I just wanted to die, but I couldn't do it. And he says, like, as he was about to step out, all he could think about was how upset everyone would be if he did. And that he didn't want to miss out on... The future things that they did. He just didn't want to miss out on tomorrow because he was actually excited for what tomorrow might bring. This is when the group revealed to Kakaru the letters. I found that was a twist for me. Yeah, That they tell actually him, telling him. They tell him about the letters. That, for me, was a big twist. Yeah. And they show him, and it turns out that they all actually sent letters to Kakaru as well, specifically. And it goes through a it just... It's not in-depth or anything like that, but it's just no. all of them saying how sorry they were that they it's couldn't a closer. be there. Yeah, it is a closer.
2: And it shows that,
0: uh, to him how much they care. As well. That's 10 years in the future. It's specifically Naho who turns around and says, the pain of losing you will never go away. And Hiroto turns to Kakaru and is like, if you die, I will never forgive you. And he says, like... It's not his fault. And it's like, yes, it is. He's like, it's your fault. It's your fault. And he's right. Yeah. And Hiroto turns around and goes, actually, part of it's my fault, because it's my fault that I invited you on that first day and I shouldn't have and he, and they hug, the whole group hugs and I like the little moment where they try and break everything up again where they're like, why weren't you on your bike? and he's like, well I was going to go on my bike but my bike was broken and busted and Hagata's like, like, no <laughs> and we skip back to them burying the time capsule and we see that Kakaru's letter has changed and he's actually wrote about himself in the future and what would he be up to 10 years from now? He turns around to the group and he's like, it feels good to be alive. Um, The final part is when we skip to the future and we see the future Naho and she's standing on the hill with the cherry blossoms. And she turns around and she says, I will always save you, Kakaru. And it ends. So
2: what did we think of Orange? Just for a little me, I wish, I wish a little cut scene of like Moomin Rider standing over the broken bike and being like, I'll send a letter back to myself. (laughs) (laughs) And then, I'll always save your bike. And then, <laughs> and then he'll be able to save this bike in the future. So what
0: did we all think of Orange?
2: I know we did a lot of funnies, really, in this episode. But actually, uh, I really enjoyed the series. Um, is it something I could watch over and over again? No. Not because I didn't enjoy it, but you don't, because... You also need to. No, because the Willy Wonny is gone. Which is the entire aspect of the entire series, which is just about exactly what we're on about. Yeah. Which is what will happen at the end. Now I know what's happening at the end or happened at the end. That takes out half the mystery of the actual series. But on this first time. Powerful. It
0: hit a lot of notes and it was very powerful to me. When you're sitting here watching it alone and you allow yourself to invest yourself in the characters, it is deep makes you fucking depressed yeah yeah it does when when you, you when you fall into that that pit Emotional of despair with, with uh, kakaru it it's spit it, it's spot on as well kakaru does at points such like, a great way of describing his emotions in this and uh, the, the voice actor who portrays kakaru did a phenomenal job yeah he really did like um, the way
2: those emotions yeah definitely seem yeah it was a tough one to watch, um, and I, I've seen tropes and stuff like that. Mm. Um, not very well used in a lot of other places, but I actually really liked the way this was used in this one, and it was a ton th- uh, tough thing to watch, really.
0: You you had a bit of a problem with the pacing.
1: I've got ADHD. Anything like this, I struggle with anyway. But yeah, like, I watched this in like four sittings rather than my usual two, just because it didn't grab me. I was enjoying it, but it, didn't, it, it just didn't pull me in. Right. It, it wasn't anything the show was doing wrong. It's the genre and what it was about. And, you know, when I watch something like this, it, I tend to just stare at it, and I, I can't do that for the show because I've got to talk about it and review it and make the photos yeah, course, about it. Yeah. And so it took me a while to sit down and bloody watch this fucking thing. But, no, yeah, uh, but, it's, but it's... there was nothing bad that I can pinpoint short of the real Raw Gary there was nothing bad. <laughs> yes. Music was good. Voice actors were brilliant. The art style wasn't exceptional, but it was nowhere near bad. It was, I it no, was no, no, good. No, no. I have no comment. There's nothing stands out that's bad about the show. Nothing. Yeah. I have no complaints about the entire I, show. I don't really it's, have any complaints it's, yeah, at
0: this all. Is it. it's, it's difficult because there, there is no fix because I was... There's nothing to fix. There's nothing to no, fix in this. It
1: was well made. It The story rounded off really well. voice acting
0: was incredible. That, Every... The, Character development was brilliant. Time
1: travel stuff is really difficult when you try to explain time travel stuff and Mm. they hit the nail on the head. You understood what type it was, the rules. Shut
0: down the whole fucking um paradox thing. They were like, That's not what we're going for. We're going for a completely parallel universe. It breaks off the timeline. Yeah. It was in black and white, you were like, Okay, I get it. Even for the simplest person, you understood exactly what they were aiming for.
1: It did everything right. Even the, the like slice of life stuff when it just is decided to show you the world a little bit yep. was enjoyable really was with a great backing soundtrack did it fucking fantastic justice yeah.
0: and what. I I loved Hirito Sua was phenomenal his character his development his emotions portrayed in it were well written and just brilliant
1: him and not Kakarot that's Kakaru Kakaru it's Dragon Ball Z they seem to be the only two that grew massive chunks. Yes. Like, those two evolved.
0: Naho, they gave her a bit more, more determination, spirit. a bit more grit. Yeah. She didn't excel, like the, especially like Hiruto. I mean, like, almost his maturity level flew through the roof yeah. in this anime. Yeah. Like, he went from being a teenager to this
1: just... But the other, th- adult. Yeah. the other three were very two-dimensional characters. The loud girl, the brave girl, and the they guy that f- makes they, the jokes all the time. They finished the group, yeah. That was kind of like, well, these round off the typical friend group. Yeah, but absolutely. The, the main but they three- were
0: well-rounded characters anyway. They, they they weren't out of place. They came they came nicely into their own when they sort of talked about the fact that they yeah. had letters yeah. and they would they wanted to be supportive. Every when now they and then, to. Yeah.
1: Every now and then it showed up. But it wasn't growth, it wasn't development. Nothing changed about their character by but, the end of what they no, said. No, no, but, but they weren't needed but, because
2: it was around three people, basically.
1: But the rest of but they didn't feel out of place in this friend group. Yeah. They, did, no, no, they didn't st- even though the other three were they clearly were worked in. on more and written deeper. The other three didn't feel like disjointed in the group no. because of it, no. no. which is that's hard to do because they weren't ever really present, hard though, were they? You,
2: you think about it, they focused on the two, which is fair,
1: and then they brought in a third, brought in a third, but they eased him in very slowly. Yeah, but but it yeah. didn't. The pacing of that was great, absolutely great. And then the
2: other three they brought in in the last three when they were required. The pacing was fantastic for the way that they brought in their characters and developed them slowly. And then, literally, the three at the end, they were like, we don't need to develop them. We just want to give them a small arc of they, they are involved.
1: Otherwise, it would have just been a love triangle. Yeah.
0: They even gave you uh, a character to dislike as well with Vader. Yeah. No. You know, they gave you that... And you did.
1: You instantly saw it. Oh, yeah. 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 No. It's no.
0: another emotion that they made you go through, though. It was like, you're going to have... Laughs from Hagata, you're gonna gonna be angry at Ueda and then you're gonna feel pain like Kakaru. And And sadness, yeah.
2: Sadness. And determination. Definitely fear at the end when I was like, Is he dead? Is he not? Like everything I felt in that because I was just like.
0: Well, you just. When you see him walking around on the street in the end, you're like, Don't go that yeah, way
2: yeah but every I've been I was like that throughout we've the entire done, anime we've all done that <clears throat> I was just like being blokes. don't do it don't yeah I was like that though I was just looking at it I, I was like was, don't.
0: I found myself in the same situation I was in with your line April where I was sitting there watching it going no don't do this to me don't fucking do this to me yep you know do not fucking do this yep. to me uh, you're almost setting yourself up for it and, and that's yep. what it does it builds you to this point where you're like I'm prepared if he does fucking die but I'm not gonna like it i'm I'm so happy with the way it went yeah. really happy with the way it went I, I was and the way that they were able to portray his pain
2: and that was fantastic as well I'm now trying to think about how it went it was like, a bit raw wasn't it it, it was a, very raw, raw in the
0: sense of how many times you get a character that turns around and is like I want to die it's a hell of a risky area for for any anime to try one to approach but if you do it well two to pull off. Well, well.
2: what did I say to you on the way over here? When we were talking about this anime, I was just like, they did in this anime what Silent Voice did in an hour and a half, but fleshed out characters, fleshed out backstories, paced it. I
1: preferred Silent Voice. Really? Yeah, massively so. Not even a little bit, massively so.
0: I have a soft spot for Silent Voice. I think it's really good.
1: I do have a soft spot for it. The art style is better the soundtrack is slightly better, not by much. Slightly better.
0: It, it does what Silent Voice does in the sense of it leaves the relationship open again.
1: Yeah. Mm. As well. Because there's no definitive answer of what happens.
2: But I think this one does uh, the pacing of a slice of life, and you know, real life. That's where it fell better. short for me. I think it did better.
1: Silent Voice is not not slice of life.
2: True. It isn't, no. But it does flesh out the characters better
1: in this one. Because it's got time Because to, it's, because got time it's to. been made to be a show. But, but even that's... then, it's fleshed out three characters, and it's not massive. One of them's massive.
2: But that's what I think makes you care more for them, because you you spend more time interacting with those people, getting to know them better. Do you get I what I mean? I think you
1: care more purely because of the time you've watched the show. Probably. I don't, I don't think it's that the characters are better. I think it's you've invested six hours watching yeah this. yeah you
0: have given it more time i agree and i
1: so you become more attached yeah. whereas you know yeah. an hour and a half you're not really going to fall in love with the character in an hour and a half as you are in six hours
2: no i think silent voice i still fell in love with the characters and that but this one i felt like silent voice had a lot more of a shock
0: it's, factor the, it's, to the, it. it's tricky because we we, we watched silent uh, uh, like we watched silent voice and we came up with points to change Um, We definitely had our notes on it to say, I'd rather this was done differently and this was done differently. We can't say the same for this. Nope. I can't really... Uh, And That's where it's a difficult situation, because, like I said, I I have a soft spot for Silent Voice, because I really do like it. I love the storyline and the the plot and the characters. But I had notes. I don't have notes on this. That's where... That's the conundrum I'm in.
2: Okay, the only thing I think I might be able to say that I would like to be cut down slightly... If we're going to say anything,
1: it's going to be the fucking relay race for a start.
2: D- I wasn't even going to say that. I was going to say the dithering on their relationship.
1: Yeah, fuck me. That was that was genuinely irritating. How long it took.
0: Yeah, I suppose. Even if they many don't times say it did to they themselves, themselves that they to just were kind of other.
1: fall into <clears throat> relationship status. Yeah. Yeah. Even if neither of one wants to say it, I th- I would have been more. I would have loved it more if both of them just sort of assumed they were boyfriend and girlfriend and fell into to a relationship rather than each other needing to ask each other. The
2: courtyard scene where she hugs him.
1: Yeah. From then on, every time you see them... Hell hands. Every time you see them from, from that episode onwards should have been holding hands a yeah. bit closer... Yep. You know, stood next to each other all the time, sat next to each other all the time. On it lunch break, have been hugging. La- yeah, should have been relationship stuff, a kiss goodbye on yeah. the cheek and stuff like that. I. It would have just been nicer for them not to have to say it. It would have still left it open and you would have been like, no, that they're not boyfriend, girlfriend yet. And then you could have still had the same argument afterwards with people that are like, they're not.
2: But and they I would are, have cared not, even are. more at the end as well. Because then she would have had that, oh my God, you know, I'm now with... This guy, I feel responsible for what's happened or is happening, and I feel like I need to stop this
0: because we're I don't now think in. It that
2: changes situation. it much? It's not much, it's, but
0: it, it could have all been, been phased nice. out had they have just not been as open and honest early on as they yeah. were. Yeah, yeah. if they just kept it a little bit more quiet about the true feelings. We're friends. We're friends. We're friends. Pacing, we're not friends.
2: Yeah. We're more than friends. Yeah.
0: So let's give this a rating. Um. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to struggle with I this. I believe, bear in mind, I, Silent Voice is a film. Yeah. We said we wouldn't compare him too much. We gave Silent Voice, what, a 9.5?
1: Yeah, it was high, high, yeah. high. What are we going to give Orange? Who wants to go first? Jim's got his ponder face on.
0: Do you know what, Shaney?
2: After everything, like I said, there's not a lot I could even possibly think about changing. I'm going to give it a 9. I, I just can't think of anything. It's not as good as Silent Voice. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. But again, that's a movie. But there's very little to, if not anything, that I would change with this. But there is a potential that I could change bits and pieces. And I'm not completely happy with it, but I did enjoy it. So I'm going to go with a nine, I think. Seven and a half.
1: It just didn't grab me. I wouldn't ever say it was anywhere near bad. I would actually genuinely recommend this as a brilliant show to watch.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: But I there's quite a bit I would change as far as the way the story is told but I wouldn't change anything about art style every voice actor was brilliant every single one of them there wasn't mm. a bad moment where, where anything sounded wrong or so whoever fucking is the voice director for this did a fucking phenomenal job oh absolutely phenomenal they picked the right people because normally we go Ooh. there's always one sentence where you go mm-hmm. but
0: that was noticeable by the fact that they pulled in some Mass- ringers of voice actors yeah they really. were all leads yeah
1: they were all lead actors they weren't they were background voice actors they no. didn't do two or three voices in a show they are the voice in a show yep
0: the yeah protagonists of yeah. shows yeah
1: but it just it didn't hook me okay. i d- i don't know why it didn't because subject matter's on point cuz it's relatable there's fucking the art style i really like the music i fell in love with it was amazing but it just didn't hmm. it didn't sink its claws into me
0: um i'm in that situation where I can't taint it at all. For me, I'd put it bang on par with Silent Voice. Um, They are separate entities in terms of film and anime, but I felt the same way in either one. So I'm going to come in with the exact same score as I did Silent Voice with a 9.5. So Orange comes in with a Summoning Boys fair rating of 8.6 out of 10.
1: I'd say it belongs there. You want a higher, don't you?
0: (laughs) James is like, I'd like to revert to a 9.5 myself. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, it's time for us to chuff off. All you Summoners can join us next time, where we will be talking through the movie
1: Akira. Yes. God help us. You guys are going to fucking hate this.
2: If it's anything like Ghost in the Shell.
1: (laughs) It's a little better than Ghost in the Shell, but not much. Bear in mind, I give it a one. It's a little better than Goes in the Shell, but I not I gave much. it a one. <laughs> if you've got Prepare any. to bring your two. <laughs> 1.5. <laughs> if you've
0: got any questions or queries or just want to chat to us, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at How Not to Summon, or you can join our Discord at How Not to Summon a Podcast. I've been Shinny Senpai. I've been Drain Jim. <laughs> I've been Grayson. See you later, guys. See you later. Sarah.